Hour two of the Blitz. It's starting right now. Live here on Fan Run Radio. It's 1340 AM, 105.7 FM. Live in your Fan Run Radio app. That's free wherever you get you or, well, your apps. If you want to take us with you on the go. The, uh, the feed, it's also live on the Fan Run Radio web browser. And uh, if you want to watch us along. Hey, I got a suit on today. It's day two of suits. Day two of ten? Question mark? Yeah. Are you gonna do another wheel spin today? Yeah, I don't I mean I have it I have it ready to go at any at any time. When do you wanna knock it out? You wanna just do it now? Can it be first down? <laughs> do you just want it to be first down so for once I don't take your first down? No, we can make it second down. <laughs> or fourth down. Maybe. You know what we'll, we'll, it'll happen. It'll be a down. Okay, make it fourth down. Make it. We'll close out the opening drive. Closed out the opening drive yeah. with a wheel spin. I, if, if you are wondering why I'm spinning a wheel, well, because the Titans didn't make the playoffs, I have to spin a wheel every day for two weeks. Yesterday was day one of that two weeks of wheel spins, and I landed on suit for a week. I'm yeah, also and he's already, already serving a suit for a week punishment. So it's really two weeks. So now it's, yeah, suit for two weeks. So I'm on day two of ten. Progress. Only one suit. You wore a new tie today. I'm going to have new ties and new undershirts. Just That's good. Same suit. Oh, yeah, it is a new undershirt, too. Figured out. I mean, it's not a perfect knot, but you got a little bit better knot. Yeah, it's Charlie. better. We're, uh, maybe by maybe by day 10, I'll be able to tie a tie. Did you wake up a little earlier and get that YouTube video going a little bit? Uh, I'll show you exactly what I looked at. It's not too difficult once you get it down. You just need a little repetition. Yeah, no, that, that, I, that should be a goal by the end of this is that I you should be able to tie a tie. Oriental knot. No, that's not the one. No, it. this is the best one. The Windsor? That's were, the best were, one. There were more steps than no, that No, that's one, the so best one. That's that the one that I always followed is that image. That image has probably been around for 15 to 20 years. Since the internet was started, I think that image was a thing. It might have been the first image on the internet. That's what you – oh, you I never have to look at another image aside from that one. That's the most helpful image of tying a tie. It gets me confused. No. That's the easiest, most helpful image of tying a tie. That's the only one you need. Save it in your phone. It's the best one. I just added it to my photos. We'll see if tomorrow's better. Uh, let's get this hour started off with an opening drive. You ready? I'm ready. You ready for first down? Yeah, I'm ready. First down. What? Just a month away. <laughs> from baseball season oh, Tennessee man. baseball a month away and we got some polls we got yeah. some rankings yeah we do as the Tennessee baseball team is checking in at Sam have you seen it yet no no D1 poll yeah, yeah what poll is it D1 it's baseball D1 baseball so it's one of the better ones love D1 baseball that. I'm saying like have you seen it specifically today uh no, I thought they released it like a couple days ago. To be honest, so maybe no. Perfect game recently. Did. Yeah, perfect game did D one baseball though today. Where do you think Tennessee landed? I think hopefully in probably in the two to five range. You're correct. Tennessee is number two in the D one baseball preseason poll behind LSU. Yep. 
Yeah. Fair. Fair. Very fair. Very, very fair. LSU, I think, is the best team in college baseball this year. I, I, I you know, I, I take a step back and sometimes forget they brought in Tommy White. And Paul yeah. Skeens. And Paul Skeens, yes. Yeah, they Not hit the fair. portal hard. I wanted Paul Skeens so bad. I wanted him he so, have fit. so, what do you mean he wouldn't We would have had to have bumped one of our rotation guys away. But he would have just played catcher. What? Paul Skeens? You talking about the pitcher, Paul Skeens? From Air Force? Yeah, the pitcher. He's not just a pitcher. Oh, does he play both ways? Yeah. I didn't know that. He's also like an elite hitter. Like wow. that's what his role would have been. His role would have been like a catcher. That's cool. More but he would have also pitched. I think he's like what getting gonna get gonna get drafted he's more to like be a, a pitcher. Reliever, though, right? No, he's he he started. Oh no, I guess yeah, he did. I think he wanted to go somewhere where he could probably start and catch. Catch? First base, maybe? What's Either way. Happen? LSU is going to be sick. Yeah, LSU is very good. Um, Tennessee, Tennessee also, is also very good. So, Very good, yeah. I mean, uh, I think those two teams even potentially kind of have a gap like between... Stanford's pretty good. Like them and, and, and the rest. Not like a sizable gap, but it does kind of feel like throughout the year there's going to be a storyline that's just going to be the race between Tennessee and LSU. A month away from the season starting, uh, um, uh, two and a half months away from Tennessee and LSU and, at Baton Rouge. We should go. I would love that. We should actually just go down there. I would be so down for that. March 30th, 31st, and then April 1st. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. That makes things so much harder. Yeah. <laughs> That's so hard. Yeah. Maybe oh, you just man. go for Friday, Saturday. Everybody, I mean, what's Tennessee's rotation going to be? They're just going to keep it the same. I think so. Friday, Saturday, Sunday's going to be the exact same as it was last year. I don't know why it would change. I mean, though, you know, Dolander is like your clear ace, your clear best pitcher. Chase Burns is pretty dang good too. Why would you mess it up? But then I don't know. Maybe you want. I don't know. I don't know. I guess they kind of mess. Part with, of it depends. On well, like, they kind of mess with it there at the end of the season, anyway. Did so. Chase Burns? Like, how did the development of his secondary pitches go? Like, that's the biggest. Yeah. Honest, I don't, I don't want to, like, be dramatic here, but if Chase Burns did or did not drastically improve his secondary pitches, like, that could be the difference between Tennessee playing for the College World Series or not. Yeah, no, nah, you'd like to see him make that jump. Tennessee, I mean, you're already throwing like 100 miles an hour. Yeah. So, <laughs> But Tennessee coming in at two. Um, thought it was also interesting. D1 baseball, let me pull it back up here. From a couple days ago, I believe it was a couple days ago, they ran a poll. They polled all Division One baseball teams and asked them who they thought would win a national championship. Um, Tennessee... Got the second most votes. LSU obviously got the most votes. I think we're going to have some pretty awesome matchups with LSU this year. I mean, one, just on the road, and then two, maybe in the ACC tournament at some point. I, I, imagine, either way. I, I imagine you're going to play more than three times. Uh, yeah, in, in, the, in the postseason, after the SEC tournament, maybe like I, I think that we are we are in for some more legendary games with LSU because we've already had some good ones this this last couple of years. Uh, D1 baseball, we we asked every program in the country who they thought would win the 2023 Men's College World Series. 261 responded. 
139 said LSU. 29, or excuse me, 26 said Tennessee. It's a big gap. Which is the second most. Uh, 19 said Arkansas. 14 said Florida. 10 said A&M. And 10 said Vandy. Shout out the SEC, man. Shout out the SEC. Shout out the SEC. I mean, they won the last two, right? Yeah. Pretty dominant. Second down. Oh, I was so focused on (laughs) Tennessee baseball. I forgot about the the whole second down is needed. Um, Sean Payton's taking interviews. How about that? A couple of coaching updates because we talked about there being a – pretty sizable market for the uh the quarterbacks um this offseason i think there's going to be a lot of uh, interesting developments within coaching uh sphere because right how many teams need a head coach what do we get the panthers need a head coach the broncos need a head coach texas need a head coach um who else am i missing who else am i missing i don't know but sean payton um he met with the Texans. Um, he took a maybe potential step to uh, getting back into the coaching game. Think, Sean Payton said he absolutely would consider coaching at the Texans. Um, Texans, obviously, second pick in the draft. They fired Lovey Smith after the 313 season. Um, apparently, Sean Payton is also to meet with the Broncos and the Panthers later this week. Um, Broncos is going to be today in L.A. Panthers meeting is set up for Friday. The Cardinals... The Arizona Cardinals, uh, that's the team I forgot, they also have requested permission to meet with the Saints. So, Sean Payton's the hottest man on the coaching market right now. Um, It sounds like he is uh, clearly entertaining these offers, um, clearly is set to make a return. I'm sure he's going to have his choice. It's up to him. Where does he want to go? Does he want to go to to Arizona? Does he want to go to Phoenix? Does he want to join Russell Wilson over there in Denver? Does he want to be on a rebuild with the Texans? I don't feel like that is what he wants to do. Does he want to go be on a Panthers rebuild? I don't know. Surely he's not actually going to play for the, or I mean, coach for the Texans. Like, surely. I feel like that's like that first job interview you do and you're like, oh, that was good to like do it and like kind of get my mind back into that. But there's going to be better interviews later. Like, this was just like a, a test to see if I was in the right mindset again, if I wanted to do this again. Good first one. Let's get the, throw the Texans out of here. I don't want to do a rebuild. Let's, uh, I'll join Maybe a team that has I mean, like a Kyler Murray or, like, or a Russell Wilson already. The, the, maybe the, the Texans are gonna are gonna hire Josh McCown finally, right? I don't know what the Texans are gonna do. Like they've been trying, they've been trying to hire Josh McCown for two years. Let's be honest, that's what they've been doing. Two years ago, they were interviewing him. They're like, "Ah, oh, we really like this Josh McCown guy, serious candidate." And then everyone else in the NFL laughed at him, and they're like, "Yeah, you can't just do that. That's not how hiring coaches works. This guy doesn't." have any experience that's not cool and they're like all right fine we'll, we'll hire someone else instead fired him after a year interviewed josh mccown again and they're like so, i don't know he's been a viable head coaching candidate for a couple years now he's taken interviews and everyone's like no he just took interviews with you texans sit back down can't hire josh mccown you're not allowed to do that that's not cool all right fine we'll hire lovey smith and fire him next year run it with davis mills now they've done that they're certainly going to circle back around to Josh McCown at some point. Somebody there is just enamored with Josh McCown. Mm. And now that the Colts Josh. hired Jeff Saturday, like maybe they can get away with it. But it felt like they just kept hiring one-year like stopgap head coaches until someone else showed slight interest in Josh McCown so they can just hire Josh McCown. 
they officially hired Jeff Saturday? No, I just meant like for the rest of the year. Okay. Oh, that's not official. No. No. Okay. No, I don't. Could be though. I don't think they're gonna hire Jeff Saturday, are they? I hope not. I doubt it. Who knows? But the Texans are just—they're gonna somehow end up with Josh McCown, or they're gonna end up with a coach they fire next year. Then next year. That'll be Josh Then they'll McCown. get their guy. Hey, I hear there's a really good offensive coordinator down there at Alabama <laughs> that they should look into. I actually like Bill O'Brien. Bring him back. Get him back over to the Houston. Just don't like, let him be the GM. Guy really was not a bad coach. Like, the mistake, again, was letting him have roster control. <laughs> Worst GM maybe ever, but not a bad coach. Hmm. At all. Third down. Give me a second. Lost it here. Lost it. And we're back. As the Chargers have fired their offensive coordinator. Got a couple uh, coordinators filed, fired this morning, actually. Uh, Rocky Lombardi. He is out after the playoff collapse. Uh, Shane Day, their quarterback's coach, has also been fired. Lombardi, I thought, I, you know, I think it's not, at one point was a pretty big name uh, in the co- in coaching circles. I think people were pretty excited about him, but I don't really know if it's actually his fault what happened with the Chargers or if it's more Staley and it's more uh, the roster building. To me, this kind of feels like a scapegoat kind of thing, firing Rocky Lombardi. The uh, other report out there is that the Buccaneers have fired their offensive coordinator, Byron Leftwich. Leftwich, in the past, has been a pretty hot coaching candidate. You know, not just offensive coordinator, but I think he's come pretty close to landing a head coaching gig the last year or so. I think he was even close to landing the Buccaneers coaching gig. Uh, so things have taken a pretty sharp turn south for him. Also kind of feels like another scapegoat. Feels like a guy that got stuck with a one-dimensional quarterback behind an offensive line that didn't exist and a run game that also didn't exist and was asked to make something happen, and and he couldn't, and it wasn't really his fault, but a couple guys losing their jobs this morning. Hmm. Fourth down. It's your wheel. That's right. That's fourth down. Fourth down is the wheel. Let me pull it up. Got it. Let me screen mirror it. Can we get soup for a week again? Would you I want that? So. Would you I'm just hoping so? Yeah. Would you? Save Andy. Whoa. I don't know. I feel like I just I I have so many different t-shirts and I like wearing them all the time. It's <laughs> kind of like a tough punishment. Like today, I was gonna wake up and like wear a cool Tennessee basketball shirt. And Can't like, do nope, that. Gotta wear a suit. Nope. All right. A lot of a lot of options on here. No one's gotten a spray tan yet. Don't I thought we were taking there. that off the. I thought that was off the wheel. To be no, honest. that should be still Spin. on there. That, that needs to be. That's a good one. Especially now that we're getting closer to spring. Easy. Oh, oh. Hey, we can do it together. American Idol audition tape. I feel like maybe we also should have gotten rid of that one. That one's just. Yeah, that one's. You want to take it off and spin it again? Sam. What? All right. Okay. How about? How about we cancel both of ours and we just call it a day? You spin again tomorrow. Cancel out both of our audition tapes. I don't know how the wheel would feel about that. Spin a yes or no wheel. Okay. 
you know, <laughs> how hard can that be? True. I gotta type in my wheel real quick. What was that wheel for? That's the <laughs> default wheel that you pull or that it pulls up. Oh, okay. Like instead of just oh. giving you a blank wheel. Why are we doing every what I feel like you should have the app, Charlie. I have the app. Is this a website? Yeah. I do an app. I have an account. I have saved wheels. You can see my saved wheels. The app saves all your wheels for you. No, you can well I have a saved wheels too. Uh so cancel out the punishment. Do the punishment. I'm just saying, we, we hey, do a do one where y'all both uh, do a song together and like y'all are a feature. You know, I think that maybe that's what it should be. Fair enough. Maybe like instead of just like each of y'all doing one, like y'all just do a joint one. Well, the wheel has decided. Wheels decided they cancel out. They cancel out. Pleasure doing business. Pleasure doing business. And I would have loved to see a feature. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and take that off the wheel too. Yeah, it's a it's a weird one. Made spray more sense. Spray tan's not weird, and, and no, the spray American tans, Idol one is not. Spray tan's doable. Dude, that sounds terrible. It, how dark of a spray tan are we talking? Like the darkest it doesn't have one. To be, no, you don't like have a, to. You don't have to botch up your life. Uh, we like, don't have to like take just, it to like cancelable levels. Just be with funny. Spray tan. It'll just, just be like funny a, to see. Like you just got to get a little bit tan. of color in there. You just got to get tan. Well, oh, still on screen mirroring. As the uh, that one girl that we met on, or that I met on New Year's Eve, that your friends with told us, a spray tan could actually make you look ten pounds skinnier. Really? So yeah, that's right. Maybe I just need this like might improve our lives. Four to five spray tans, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be golden. Yeah, yeah, in a couple of ways, golden, golden tan, <laughs> literally golden. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's a good investment. I, we got to keep that one on there, and there's a good chance that you could get it too. I mean, I have two days down. You've got three, eight more to go. Eight more to go. That doesn't feel as bad to say. It's eight not more that to bad, go rather than two weeks. All and, right. and feel like today yeah. you you kind of escaped one today. So I did. Being generous, really, here. you kind of just escaped. I did too. No, so something it worked. you've owed since week two of the NFL season. Yeah, it, it, I'm Patience not going to The American Idol one would have been pretty terrible. Patience is key. I mean, I just don't, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Patience is key. I think you would have been the only one that enjoyed that, Charlie, because you just love to just sing. I don't think I would want anyone else to know that, though, or hear that. It was a a pretty embarrassing one, yeah. Um, What all do we owe still? I got to do hot sauce challenge. Hot sauce and read a book. And holes. Holes. (laughs) Hot sauce and holes for you. Me and you both have shot collar trivia. Yep. Oh, I can't wait for that. You want to do it tomorrow? I had to prepare a bunch of questions, though. Are you? How busy are you tonight? Tonight, I'm, I t- let's do it. Let's do it Thursday. Well, I was just thinking tomorrow we don't have any games. I could try my best. Well, we can do our we can do our draft tomorrow since we didn't do the draft today. Because well, we, there's still time today. We put true. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll, we'll craft a schedule. We got to figure. Yeah. Out. I feel like there's we're missing another punishment somewhere too. Maybe we, you were supposed figure. to spin a wheel for your punishment from the last confident pick we did, but I don't think that happened. Maybe not. And then that, I got to figure what out something me. else to do besides beer dogs. You have to learn a language. We really need a new trend. Ikaba, Lyrdan, German. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, yeah. We got to figure language. out an alternative for Sam for the Titans. Yeah, we need to find off. a more hip trend. That's yes, yeah, something trendy the out there. Dog. Whatever the new like, that's crazy. 
trend of the day is. That's what Sam's got. What's do. trending on Twitter? The number one trending thing on Twitter is Kid Rock. I love Kid Rock. Figure it out. One of my favorite bands. Figure it out. Figure it out. We'll play. Uh, we'll play Good, Bad, or the Ugly on the other side. On the other side, stay with us here on the Blitz. Let's uh, let's play some good, bad, or ugly. We haven't gotten to do that. Well, I guess we have been doing it, but not with Sam here in a minute. Sam's here. Yesterday being MLK Day, we uh, we included that in the weekend. So, looking back at the weekend, including yesterday, playing some good, bad, and the ugly. Ooh, Sam, we're looking back to the weekend too. Yeah, oh. it's not just yesterday. That'd be significantly tougher. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would. Uh, my good. It was it was going to be this yesterday, unless Tom Brady pulled something out of the hat, but he did not. Danny Dimes, man. <laughs> Danny Dimes, 24 for 35, 300 yards, two touchdowns, ran 17 times for, for 80 yards, basically. I just can't get over that performance from the G-men. They look, they look like a very solid team right now. Dabble's got the boys going. Um, and, yeah, I'll, I'll say it now. The Giants are beating the Eagles for sure. I... I can already see it there. It gives me uh, it gives me like Titans Bengals vibes from last year a little bit. You know they're they're the one seed. They're going to be feeling hot, and then the Bengals, now the Giants, in, in this case, they're just going to come in and, <laughs> and just kind of play around with them. Eagles are going to play a good game, but the Giants are going to win this game somehow. Danny Dimes, my good from the weekend. I like that. I like that. Uh, my good from the weekend. Um, was John Morant's dunk that he mm. had on Saturday night. Goodness gracious. was one of the God. craziest dunks I've ever seen, uh, just for the sheer fact of how far he brought that ball back. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he just does that type of stuff. Even his misses, like, make it on, like, Twitter. Like, you even see his, his misses are even impressive, but, like, this one he made, um, and it was insane. And he had probably an all-timer tweet just saying, if you want to go viral, jump with me, and that's just, like, yeah, that's true. You yeah, can't argue that. that. That tweet was sick. You can't argue that because, yeah, even if it doesn't matter if he makes it or miss it, if you jump with him, you probably are going to end up on Twitter of some sort being like, oh, my goodness. And that's exactly what happened. So John Morant's dunk was very good. I'm very impressed. Uh, he's very exciting. Dunk of the year? Yeah. Seems like yeah, it. For sure. The way that he's able to cock the ball, not just, like, back. Like, a lot of guys cock it back, like, back behind the head, back behind the shoulder. It doesn't make sense, like, what John he does. Morant cocks basketballs back, like, arm fully extended behind his body. It really is. really is incredible. Yeah. No, I mean, go watch every angle of that dunk if you haven't seen it. Um I don't, yeah, I don't know how he brings the ball back that far. It's insane. My good from the weekend? 
Honorable mention to Clemson basketball. Beating Duke 7-0 and in the ACC. Two-game lead on everybody there. Uh, recovered very nicely from some bad losses to start their season. They lost to South Carolina. But uh, my good has to be Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> <laughs> the story, yeah. Great story of the weekend yeah. in the NFL was not even a playoff game in my eyes. It was... The story from Cliff Kingsbury that came out, uh, I guess that was what? That was Friday or Saturday morning or was it Sunday morning? Either one way. One of those mornings. It was one of the two playoff mornings. Peter Schrager was the initial guy reporting it. Uh, the report, right? Peter Schrager said on Fox that Arizona Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury uh, had received – Plenty of interest to continue coaching, to continue his coaching career, maybe go be an offensive coordinator, uh, maybe even more than that. He's been telling teams he's uninterested, and he bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. Amazing. <laughs> what a story. I mean, what, what I a know, guy. I know, it's amazing. You know, and that's, what a guy. Did I expect like, anything less? No. No. I expected that. But, like... What a move to just be like, hey, you know what? I've been coaching football a while. Not super great at it, but you guys have given me a lot of money anyway. I'm hot. I got some coin. I'm just going to go to Thailand. Thailand. Figure it out. Yep. I have fun. Can't imagine that like he's he's not doing at least something yeah. mischievous over there. I either. mean, he knows that he'll coach again at some point, so he's just like, just don't talk to me for a few weeks. Yeah, I'm just going to go stay in Thailand as long as I choose. Yep. Just don't talk. That to me. to me is like the biggest power move is the one way ticket. Like I'm just going over there, man. I'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll come Such back whenever I feel. Move. Such a Cliff Kingsbury move. Cliff Kingsbury, man. I bet he's getting messed up. I bet he's getting hammered. Just doing all kinds of crazy stuff. He can't right be now. making healthy decisions. Like I, I, <laughs> I would, I would, I would imagine the ratio of bad to good decisions has got to be like seventy thirty on Cliff Kingsbury's stay in Thailand. And I love it. That's my good from the weekend. A man that's just like, that, that knows what to do with his life. It's just like, you know what? I don't need to do this right now. See ya. Come back to it later. Put me in Thailand. Bad from the weekend, Sam? <laughs> yeah, bad from the weekend. I know we're, we're not a huge uh, UFC group over here, but Francis Ngannou left the uh, UFC, one of the most powerful heavyweights out there. They don't want to. They don't want to pay this guy. They Dana White simply just, you know, he's making billions of dollars off the UFC. Doesn't want to give, didn't give a lot of these guys what they really deserve. And they lost the opportunity at getting Francis Ngannou versus John Jones, who's coming back in the next couple months, and like the most dominant UFC fighter of all time, probably in John Jones, and the most intimidating guy in Ngannou. And they didn't get that fight done by the time Ngannou leaves the UFC. Did they not offer Ngannou like a boatload of money that he turned down though? Yeah, but he can get a lot more money just doing like boxing or something else. Like So yeah, like what is his next move? Is it He's been offered by bare knuckle boxing, which is just terrifying. Thinking about Francis Ngannou just fighting with his bare hands, just destroying people. Boxing is another move. People are thinking that like he might fight like Tyson Fury or something like that and just make a boatload of money. I think he's just He's figured out that he can make a lot more money and not really have to probably put in as much work for the UFC. But man, they missed a big opportunity not being able to get Ngannou and John Jones. Like that would have been a a world breaking fight. It's a shame. It's a shame. Andy, bad. 
Yeah, my bad for the week is uh, the Dallas Zoo. They somehow allowed a, a uh, leopard to get loose. Um, I think it was a clouded leopard is the specific term of it. I love clouded leopards. Really? Yeah, I, I haven't, haven't done much research on the clouded leopard, but um, it, what was bad, one, bad that they somehow lost a leopard, but bad at their social media tweet, as soon as they realized they had lost this leopard, they said, on Twitter, the zoo is closed today due to a serious situation, period. That's it. Mm. What a way to word that. What a <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I mean that is a pretty it's serious situation. Pretty serious losing situation. an endangered animal. It's just animal. hilarious. The zoo is closed today due due to a serious situation, and then they clarified uh, a non-dangerous animal is out of its habitat. Which one? There's no way that leopard is is not no, cloud, safe. No, clouded leopards are not that dangerous. I I don't want to mess with a leopard. Well, I think people people associate leopards with like scarier cats. I wouldn't want to mess with a leopard. Um, a clouded leopard, though, it's it's pretty small. Unaccounted for in its habitat. Um, they found it right outside its habitat, just, like, chilling in, like, the bushes. Look, it's just a cute little cat, basically. It, yeah, but it could, it could get you. It's, like, the size of, like, a small dog. Like but it's got big claws and, a, and big teeth, and it's a leopard. Yeah, I guess you're right. They're so cute, though. God, I love clouded leopards. I apparently, uh, apparently it was like malicious, though. Like apparently, it looked like someone intended to break this clouded leopard out. Like really, there's there an opening in their enclosure that appeared to have like been created by somebody. Probably a YouTuber. Clouded leopards, though, top five animals for sure. Shout out, snow leopards. Top also, top five, five. animal. Like out of every animal so out this, there, clouded yeah, the, leopards in your top I think, five. I must think have hit home probably for like you. three of my top five animals are, are cats of some kind. Must have hit home. Like I think my, my favorite animal, animal is a lynx. We're gonna have to do an animal draft <laughs> if, if clouded leopards in your top. Five. My, We've already done an animal draft. My favorite animal is a lynx. It's a good animal. Uh, my bad from the weekend goes to UConn basketball. Things getting bad for the Huskies. They lost again this time at home. To a, we'll call them subpar, St. John's Red Storm team. Obviously, St. John's, like, they still have some decent players. Joel Soriano, dog. 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 But uh, they got 31 points from Jordan Hawkins and still lost by 11 at home to St. John's. If you're keeping track, the UConn Huskies are now 15-4. And 4-4 and four and four in the Big East. Started off, they were the uh, what third to last undefeated basketball team. They entered the year 2023 undefeated, and they have lost four games since. Uh, the calendar has turned, and got to be a little bit worried now. If you're UConn, you dropped all the way down to 15 in the AP poll. Xavier's now the highest-rated Big East team. They're in the top 10. They're number eight. No yeah. one, no one is talking about Xavier, by the way. Either people need to be Sean Miller. People need to be. 11 wins in a row. Uh, what's your ugly from the weekend, eh, Sam? My ugly from the weekend, I'm, I'm struggling to pick from two here. Um, well, whichever one you think I'm going to do, do the other one. Okay. No, whichever one you think he's going to do, do that one. No, you know which one I'm going to do. I'm going to go I'm gonna go to the NHL here. Okay. To go over to Vegas. Vegas Golden Knights goaltender Robin Leonard uh, has filed for bankruptcy. $50 million in debt. What? 
How? Fifty million dollars. Vegas in debt. is it? Is it a gambling thing? I, I guess. What's He's, his contract? He includes money owed to no fewer than fifty people and companies. Oh, fifty um, people and companies. What does that mean? Is this like a crypto Decem- thing? Yeah, December thirtieth, a company in Wisconsin sued him for over four million dollars. Uh, he said that he may he failed to make a payment on a business loan, multiple business loans. Uh, what is he this, doing? This, this goes back all the way to 2017. Leonard's debts include missing payments for a collection of rare snakes he purchased for $1.2 million in 2017. He has a reptile farm in Missouri. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, get, the guy signed a five-year, $25 million deal in 2020, and he's... Now fifty million dollars in the hole. Don't so go get exotic like, snakes. Sounds like he was just the kind of guy that anybody that asked him for any kind of investment or whatever, he just was like, "Yeah, sure, sign I me guess. up." Or he's just making terrible investments. Like, hey, I want this, and he's buying expensive snakes. <laughs> Very weird. Very weird. But fifty million dollars in the hole—that—that's—that's uh, that's pretty ugly. Wouldn't, wouldn't want to be me. Is that Andy. what you were choosing, Andy? No, that wasn't the one. <laughs> Are you sure? Positive, because I was going to talk about Brett Maher missing uh, or setting an NFL record last night. Um, just to touch on it a bit more, four four extra points in a row um, in that game. He missed five straight. Um, you saw after the third miss, uh, Dak Prescott was, was visibly upset, saying, let's just go for two. Um Got to the point where the Cowboys, you know, being up by how much were they up by at that point? They were up by twenty sixteen. They elected to not go for a field goal and just you know go for it on fourth down, and it worked. So great call. Uh, Maher was fifty of fifty three on extra point attempts this season and had hit over a ninety percent of his field goals, and then all of a sudden he just couldn't hit that extra point four in a row. Never seen anything like it. Um. All three extra points that he missed in the first half at that point equaled as many as he had missed in 17 regular season games. Like, three was the worst he had done. Like, yeah, all season. So it, it, I thought it was his career. Career? Let me try and find this. That might be the same stat. That I, might, I might have been reading that wrong. Yeah, regular season games, I think. Um, first player to ever miss three extra points at a playoff game. NFL record came with his fourth. Um, he made his last one. Jerry Jones, though, when asked about today, said Maher's done enough good that he's going to stay. So the Cowboys will not be searching for another kicker. But I'll tell you what, the Cowboys played about a, as good of a game as you could play and probably had the worst kicking night out of any team did this entire year. That can't happen if you keep going on in, in these playoffs. You're going to have to make these kicks to, to win a, more playoff games. It's not going to be as easy as that was last night. It, it, it norm, in a normal playoff game, that would have come back to get you. So, Brett Maher's got to get it together this week because it was pretty ugly last night. Figure it out, Brett. Let's get it together. Man, they had they had Dan Campbell on the Manning cast during, like, the whole debacle of this Brett Maher thing. I wish I was watching that. Yeah, I didn't they, even know they did a Manning cast last there night. There was a Manning cast last night, and... There's just no way I could have watched that during a, a serious play. Like, if your team's in the playoff game, the last thing you want to hear is Peyton and Eli cracking jokes. It's just not It's not the time. Not the time, in my opinion. Dan Campbell, though, that sounds good. 
That is great. No, they for the casual fan. Guess, actually. For the casual fan, great. Yeah. If, they if had him as a musical guest. I said some decent <laughs> guess. For the casual <laughs> fan, great. Give me the Mannings on a casual game, but when, 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 when you're the fan. Musical guest. Just in the third, if it's a blowout, just start bringing in the weekend. Here's Tim McGraw. <laughs> We've got like a, a normal interview, and if it gets into a really bad Lawrence. game, we'll just make it a little mini concert. That's a good idea. Not bad. The music cast. The music. I guys. think all. I think it should just be six normal guests, and they have to spin a wheel to decide which one <laughs> is the musical guest. And they have to sing. You just have to. Those are the rules. Sure. Um. Ugly. Yeah. I had something in mind. I also just saw something pop up on the Twitter timeline that has my interest peaked. Uh, but I'll I'll keep it with my original. Arizona basketball. That's ugly. They went to Eugene, Oregon, and promptly got run off the floor. Yeah. Um, Close game at half. I mean, a six-point game at half. Then the second half happened, and Arizona lost 87-68 to to a 10-8 Oregon basketball team that's really not very good. Not not good. Like, I know sometimes it – that can be a difficult place to play, right? You know, going to going to Eugene sometimes can be challenging, except maybe not because Arizona State just went to Eugene the Thursday before, three days prior, and beat that Oregon team by 18. So uh, Arizona basketball, we kind of need you to figure it out. Yeah. Like, I mean, we if, you know, the fact that we lost to Arizona, well, that means we need them to be just about as good as possible. So that loss is as good as possible. So, well, what was supposed to be the, the best offense in the country is all of a sudden scored no more than just over 70 points in, in one of their last three games. I think not having a bench is maybe hurting them a little bit. Yes. Because they don't have a bench at all. They went, yeah, especially because they had just played a game on Thursday, and then they turn around two days later, have to play at Oregon on Saturday, less than forty-eight hour rest, and you you just get blown out like that. Yeah, you don't. It's hard to recover on two days' time. Not going to bode well for the tournament when you have to do that. No, and, and as the, uh, I mean, we talked about UConn as you know, as we hit twenty twenty-three, they've lost four games. Well. We've hit 2023. Arizona's lost a couple. They lost to Washington State at home by 13 the week before. And, you know, now you lose to Oregon by 19. Your two wins in January, only a three-point win over Washington, only a 12-point win over Oregon State. Arizona's got some things to figure out, and it's not getting any easier this week. UCLA on Saturday. Yeah, they host USC on Thursday night, and then they host UCLA on Saturday. At least they're at home all week. Do you like the Pac-12 schedule where you play two at home one week and then two on the road the next week? Kind of do. And we're, but you you play on Thursday and Saturday. I guess like the only issue is when you're going to make teams play back-to-back road games every week, the team, I mean the Saturday road team is going to always be at a disadvantage because yeah, you I mean they did just play a road game, game like two nights ago. Yeah. Which I guess For like sure. is there any terrible travel in the Pac-12? Mm, not really no i mean arizona to washington washington to arizona is probably the furthest right yeah probably but i think normally like how arizona's doing it to where they play washington state and washington on on the same week i'm trying to think is there anything further no there's not so 
Yeah, I mean, Tucson to Eugene, I imagine, is like, I don't know, three-hour flight, two-and-a-half-hour flight, two-hour flight. But, like, I don't know. I don't know the West Coast. <laughs> Maybe, probably not. Probably Definitely not even shorter. that long. Definitely shorter. I'll, I'll look at Probably up. two hours, if I had to guess. So, I mean, at least there's not terrible travel like there is in a couple conferences. But, yeah, uh, very weird. One more good. Florida Atlantic still ranked. And Finally. the United State people. Or I guess they are ranked. This is the first time, ranked? yeah. Still ranked, my bad. Or are ranked. Poll yesterday. It's weird. I don't think anyone knows what to do because everyone Everyone's just keeps losing. losing. Like everyone just keeps losing. No poll is safe. Like the uh when you look on like the right hand side and the trend, people jumping and climbing. I mean you have Dropping four, rising four, dropping nine, rising five, rising seven, rising five, dropping ten. I mean, we've got a twelve and five Arkansas team. Yeah, we didn't even mention that. Arkansas is coming off of back to back bad losses, back to back double digit losses. One of them on the road to Vandy, and yeah, they're somehow still twenty five. That's but just how like, weird. The, I mean, this March is going to be chaos. I feel and like it's, it's not like you can make a great argument that someone else is more deserving for 25th. No. I mean, there may be arguments to be made, like NC State is the five first team out of Rutger, the poll, a Five lost Rutgers teams in the top 25. They right. lost the Temple this year. Well, I mean, we have five lost Rutgers, five lost Arkansas, five lost Marquette, five lost Baylor. I mean, at least you know some five losses are better than other, but... Like no, it who, is pretty ugly. It's like who who is more deserving though to be ranked? Like not a seven loss Ohio State team. Are you going to put St. Mary's in? Even not though an eight loss Creighton team. Maybe like a four NC loss St. Mary's team. NC State, I guess, is playing good is basketball. St. Mary's lately. not ranked. St. Mary's is not. They should be in. I think that would maybe be like my biggest gripe. Maybe five loss Illinois team. They've won four in a row. Maybe you put them back in. Are they back in? Um, no. Maybe you put them back in. Um, if North Carolina hadn't lost to Virginia, you'd put them back in, maybe. Arizona State uh, kind of hanging around, but like. Seven loss West Virginia team's not making it. <laughs> really is pretty bad. Indiana's not making it. Six losses. Duke and Wisconsin Duke just dropped just out. Just dropped out. So did Missouri. Uh, yeah. They're not, they don't deserve to be in. They're really, I mean, there really is not a team. Kent State. Nope. Kent State. Like, honestly, if there's a decent argument to be made, maybe it's Kent State. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Is NC State ranked now? No, they're the, the first team out of the poll. They should be ranked over Arkansas. Maybe. 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 <laughs> it's weird. going to be very – it's going to only get weirder, too. But, uh, all right, we'll, uh, we'll do a Tuesday draft Wednesday edition tomorrow. We'll just keep bumping everything back a day, catch up. Best bet to wrap up the show on the other side. I had to cut Andy off there, telling me about the quality of Tennessee women's basketball losses. They are they are quality losses. Quality, quality losses. Women's basketball they're rolling now. College game day coming up in like a week and a half. Yeah, right. Next uh, next next Thursday. End of January. Yes, a week from Thursday. A week from Thursday. Yep. Let's get it. Uh, all right. I need a best bet. I need a score prediction, and I need a leading score for tonight. Sam, you're up first. Uh, best bet, I'm going to go uh, under six and a half goals for the Kraken versus the Oilers. Uh, score prediction, I'm going to go Tennessee. I don't like that under at all. I do. 
Well, that's some, why it's your best bet. Those are two good under teams. Two good defensive teams. Um, I'm going to take Tennessee. I think it's going to be a close game, unfortunately. I'm going to take Tennessee uh, 70, Mississippi State 62. And leading score? Olivier Kamwa to be the leading score. Bounce back game. All right. Over to you, Mr. Brock. Um, I'm going to go my best bet. Um, NBA over hit last night. Um, or I guess yesterday afternoon it was Pacers Bucks. They scored a lot of points. Shout out. So we're going out west tonight. Uh, Trailblazers in Portland on the road at Denver. Um, Portland looking to get to 500. Denver, they've got 30 wins already. Damian Lillard um, just had 40 points the other night. Um, and they've scored in their last two 140 points and 136 in wins. So a lot of points. Uh, Denver, they're on a nice little win streak. So I think it'll be a good game. Um, over-under is pretty high, 238.5, but points. Points, points. Points, points, points. Points, points, points. That's what we like. Um, and then Tennessee and Mississippi State, I think Tennessee goes on the road. Um, they are 2-0 and on the road in SEC play this year. And one of those games, a low-scoring one against Mississippi. Um, another one of those games, a very high-scoring win against South Carolina. So I think I'm going to go in between this time. I think Tennessee wins this one 70 to 58. And the uh, top scorer tonight, none other than Sakai Ziegler. And I think he scores 17. I like it. My best bet tonight is the Sunflower Showdown. Kansas, Kansas State at Kansas State tonight. Uh, Kansas State is a home a underdog, game. a yeah. one and a half point dog. Fair line, but I think that Kansas State gets the win at home. That was uh, my other pick, Charlie. Kansas has really kind of been playing with losing the last couple of times out. You know, they've really been on the verge of losing, pulled two wins out of the jaws to defeat against Oklahoma. Somehow against that Iowa State. always happens at home. Don't think it happens tonight on the road, though, at Kansas State. Kansas State, even when they've been bad, they've played Kansas State well or Kansas well just because of that rivalry. Uh, I like Kansas State money line. I like Tennessee to go get a win tonight too. I don't know how pretty it'll be, but I think they'll just grind down Mississippi State. And I just don't think Mississippi State has the offensive firepower. Give me sixty-eight to to fifty-eight as the final score. So Tennessee covers as well, and give me Santiago Vescovi with sixteen as the leading scorer. Go Vols! Hopefully tomorrow is a victory Wednesday. We will see you. Same time, same place tomorrow morning. For Sam Beard, for Andy Brock, I'm Charlie Collier. Y'all have a great rest of your day. John Reed, Talk Sports, they're up next.